0: driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now, right meow? This is the Clay Edwards Show I am of course Clay Edwards. We are live with the loudest headphones I've ever had on in my life. We are live out here on 103.9 FM WYAB here locally in Central Mississippi from Flora to at least Pillarhatchie and down south to McGee. As far north as I don't know how far north. Yeah, further than Canton. Anyway, we're we're rocking it here in central Mississippi. We're streaming it worldwide at WYAB.com. And on the TuneIn app, as well as Alexa, just search WYAB. And if you miss any of this live, hey, go subscribe to the podcast. I put a lot of effort into that thing. Um, you will get updates every time I upload a new podcast. I clip the show up uh, into different segments. I post the whole show. Uh, Try to be as uh, convenient as possible for you guys to consume this content. All right. had a good weekend. had a really good weekend, actually. Um, I'm going to tell you all about it. (laughs) I don't have a whole lot of toxicity to spew this morning. I've got some. But I figure we'll talk about the weekend because I think some of it I think y'all will enjoy. I think you'll want to give me your input on this. I hope you do anyway. It's my question of the day. The Guns and Gear text line. You can text me there, your your answers or comments or whatnot, 769-241-1944. If you want to call in, i take phone calls. I don't have a guest today. We'll open the phone lines up, 601-879-0002, 601-879-0002. Um, I'm going to start with Saturday, then I'll work my way back to Friday. So I am going to spew a little toxicity about Jackson for a second. We rode over to my dad's house, uh, did a little work on his security, his um, his camera system at the house, and we were leaving. Uh, my girlfriend and I grew up t- together down that way, and she had not been by her old house that she grew up in maybe 20, you know, for the better part of 20 years. Anyway, maybe she has, hell, I don't know. I hadn't been over there with her in over 20 years, so we, we made that trip together for the first time in a long time. It was out off of uh, you know, the Kimball Road, Midway Road area, down that way. But it ain't neither here nor there. We pull out of the neighborhood. My parents live over, over in, I call it South, South Jackson, the Forest Hill Road area. We pull out of Brooklyn Hills there. We take a right on the Terry Road, heading towards Byram the South South Jackson that I speak of, and there's a guy. Man, you used to never see this that far south. That's why, like South 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 Jackson, is even as bad as Jackson and South Jackson got. Still, really wasn't bad. Not a lot of crime out there. Um, still, a lot of homeowners versus renters, etc. I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to uh, that little nugget too here in a minute about renters, as I am a renter, so they're not all bad, obviously. But circle back to that concerning the cross-skates thing yesterday. Yes, I have a theory. Um, There's a guy walking up Terry Road trying to physically fight cars, and he's walking in the middle of a lane, trying to physically fight the cars that need to go around him. So, of course, I call my daughter. Like, You're not... Going by your grandparents anytime soon? Are you? She's like, no, I'm 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 gone. I'm not coming back for tonight. Like, All right, good. And they want her to have to deal with that. But I just got to thinking, and then of course the the news broke a little earlier in the day that a guy got smacked on the interstate and drugged, however long, by an eighteen wheeler somewhere. <laughs> Don't know really know where he got hit at? But um, the body ends up along fifty five up, up around Gluckstadt. That very well same thing could have happened to this guy. Man, somebody comes over and that road gets narrow right there. It's really dark. You can't see. The street lights aren't worth the dang. Hold on yards right there. uh, It's all the bad things. The road's terrible. It's uneven. It's Jackson. Need I say more? It used to be Byram. But the idiots in charge of Byram gave away that area to Jackson so they could incorporate. Still hold that grudge. I still hold that grudge. Y'all are idiots. The very people in neighborhoods like Brookwood and Brooklyn Hills that funded your whole incorporation got screwed when you incorporated because you gave them to Jackson. Idiots. Anyway, I digress. That guy very easily could have got ran over by somebody. Just imagine—you know, you're coming, you're coming down Terry Road, you're minding your own business, and smack—you didn't kill a black guy. You know, you didn't kill a black dude. Walking down the middle of the road trying to fight cars. Finally picked a fight he couldn't win. Addition by subtraction. Addition by subtraction. There's a mental health problem in this country that we refuse to address. When you're trying to fight cars in the middle of a Saturday afternoon in any city in America, it's a mental health issue. It may, you may be a drug addict too. I mean, we can make the argument that drugs make you crazy. I don't think you do drugs because you're crazy. I refuse to believe that, but I do think that drugs will make you crazy. I think that's what happened in this case in Alabama with the, the, uh, let's see here. Alabama, this is on WLBT. Alabama woman found who went missing after calling 911, found alive. Police say 25-year-old Alabama woman who disappeared after calling 911 to report a toddler walking on the side of the interstate has been found alive. Per the Hoover Police Department, the Hoover 911 center received a call at 10:45 p.m. Saturday. The 25-year-old Carlethia Carly Nicole Russell—that is a lot of names. We'll just call her Carly. Had returned home to her residence. Hoover Police Chief Nicholas Derzis. Dur- told WRBC, WBRC, that Russell showed up at her family's front door. He was not sure how she got there. She walked up, banged on the door, and that was her, he said. Hoover police and fire responded to the scene to evaluate Russell. She was taken to the hospital for further evaluation, treated, and released. Russell's return ended a 48-hour search that grabbed national attention. The circumstances of her sudden disappearance are still unclear. As of Sunday morning, the mystery Led to hundreds of videos on social media and posts from other people sharing what they thought happened. I, I don't need a much of an investigation to tell you what happened. I was going to do a whole segment on this later, but we'll just do it now. Just like the guy walking up Terry Road, trying to fight cars. It's one of two things. See, the drugs or mental illness. Paranoid schizophrenia. That deal. It's one or the other. She didn't go missing. She she wasn't abducted by aliens or anything else. She lost her mind. I mean, I ain't trying to make a joke about it or nothing. I've seen a ton of memes on the internet, whatever. I'm just telling you, I don't need an investigation to tell you she's mentally ill. That's where she went missing to was crazy land. Just like the guy walking up Terry Road the other day. Crazy land. So anyway, uh, back to Jackson. We, we, we get on out into Byram. And boy, you could tell the demographics have changed. Even all the way out down there in in, um, in Terry and Raymond and up and down Midway Road. We rode down by Wendell Steakhouse. We were going to go in there. It was slam packed. Couldn't even think about getting in. Oh, uh, Well, without a wait anyway. I'm, I'm impatient. <clears throat> we were riding all through there. Tank Road. Kimball Road, Spring Ridge Road, Midway Road, all that stuff, man. It's still really pretty down there. I mean, it really is. A lot of people still take care of their stuff. But you can look at the yard signs and the politicians they're supporting, and, and you can see why Hines County has the problems it has. You can see why Hines County has the problems it has. Looking at um the yard signs for these politicians. Dwayne Pickett. Bro, if you're supporting Dwayne Pickett, we ain't got nothing to talk about. You're the enemy. You are my political enemy. And you're the reason that places like Hines County and Jackson are the third world hellhole they are. The demographics have definitely changed. Since the, in, in, the, from the Byram that I grew up in, South Jackson I grew up in. It's... Third world hellhole, even the good parts that still look nice, even the good parts. Let's see here. I am going to take a break real quick. When we come back, I want to talk about Friday night. That's the fun stuff. Friday night led me to pose my question, and I'll go ahead and shoot you with the question of the day. Let you think about it. I'll tell you what led me to it. Think of this. If somebody was writing a book and come to find out, a friend of mine, actually, after I made this Facebook post, is writing a book titled A Hundred Things to Do in Mississippi Before You Die, and we'll have Brandy on the show here as the book is ready to roll out. She reached out to me. She's like, did you know? I was like, I had no clue, but coincidence. Anyway, what what would be the one thing, if you could add one thing to the book, to the list of a hundred things to do in Mississippi before you die? I know, is it a? Is it the Neshoba County Fair? Is it the Choctaw Indian Fair? Is it a rodeo somewhere in the middle of nowhere? Is it a, a little music festival? A hole in the wall restaurant? Just something. What? Is, what would you? What would you add to the list of a hundred things to do in Mississippi before you die? Think about it for a minute. Text lines, White. The Gunzinger text line is open 769-241-1944. And uh, I'll come back and tell you kind of how I came to that and give you my opinions. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. I am having a disaster in the studio this morning, dropping my headphones, everything. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at A1 Gear and Auto. Man, get out there, see my friends, Justin, and the team today. If you have any automotive issues... Anything from a check engine light, they can diagnose that for you to a uh, to your brakes to everything in between. Now, hey, look, if your AC ain't working, you know your AC ain't working. You ain't got to get it diagnosed. You ain't got to wonder if your AC is working right now. But if it's not, if it's not, get over there, and let them hit you with some freon, a bump of freon, as we call it, in the car business. It just needs a bump of freon. <laughs> let them find out why it's leaking freon, and then they can put a bump of freon in it for you. Anyway, but what they specialize in is your ring and pinions, your uh, your rear end, your differentials, all that good stuff, the gears that make your cars or trucks go. If you have any slack, you hear a roaring, feel like you're losing power, get over there and let them see what's going on. They'll get you taken care of. They did some work on our car a few weeks ago, had us in and out in no time and no problems since. That's A1 Gear and Auto. Located right there on 49 South in Florence. the big white building, big red sign. As soon as you get through the city of Richland, you pass Tom's Fried Pies. It's going to be right down there on your right. You can't miss it. It's right before you get into the city of Florence. That's A1 Gear and Auto for all of your automotive repair needs. The only thing they don't do is work on diesel engines. I believe we got a sev- another great sponsor here on the sh- uh, on the station. I hear him advertise on Kim's show uh, that do diesel engine repairs. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. The Mayo, Mayo Auto, I think is what it is, out there in a Raymond. I right hear they do diesel engine stuff. All right, so I asked the question, uh, what is, if you had to write a list, or if you were writing a book called A Hundred Things to Do and Mississippi Before You Die, or somebody was writing a book and could to find out somebody is, what would you add to that book? Was there a little event that you would want to make sure everybody knew about something that's just a, you know a little nugget, you know something not a whole lot of people may know about. Maybe it is something a lot of people know about. Anyway, so we were riding up to it was Friday night. If y'all listen to the show Friday, I mentioned at the very end there that uh, my girlfriend and I were right going to go to the uh, Choctaw Indian Fair to see Brett Michaels. I'm a big Poison fan. Always like to go see Brett Michaels anytime he's near. It's always a good time did find out the Choctaw Fair on the reservation there does not, in fact, sell beer. So it was probably uh, the first time I saw Brett Michaels um, without a beer since I was 12 years old and they played the Coliseum in Jackson. <clears throat> but neither here nor there. Still a great time. It's all about who you're with versus what you're doing, in my opinion. So we're riding up there and we just get to talking. And we passed a couple little rodeo arenas. She grew up rodeoing and all that. She's like, there's a rodeo there every Friday night, and there's this, there's that. And I'm thinking about all this stuff. I'm like, man, we're going up here. This is going to be fun. You got, no, we got the Neshoba County Fair coming up in a couple weeks. A lot of stuff going on. There was a lot of stuff going on in central Mississippi this weekend. You had that huge car show at Trustmore Park Southlife. You had the City of Pearl doing their Pearl Midtown. There's just a lot of stuff going on. The Watermelon Festival was going on. This weekend. I mean, you kind of had to pick what you want. You had your pick of things to do. But people always say, Clay, there's, there's nothing to do around here. There's nothing to do around here. Now, like, um, I'll use an example. Every, every summer I end up raising hell about kids in Jackson riding their four-wheelers up and down the streets of Jackson. Their dirt bikes just in packs. Terrorizing folks. And people say, there's nothing for the kids to do around here. Well, y'all ran every business out of here. No wonder there's nothing for them to do. But neither here nor there. There's plenty. To, there's plenty to do. Plenty to do if you're willing to get in a car and drive thirty minutes somewhere, forty-five minutes, maybe an hour. There's something fun to do. Now I implore Jacksonians, just stay in Jackson. Y'all, but stay. Don't don't drive anywhere. Keep doing you, boo boo. Keep doing you in Jackson. You, you you've done a good enough job destroying one city. We don't need you to come destroy anything else. You ruined the crawfish bowl. There's not a crawfish bowl anymore. at the rate y'all are going, I, I just can't foresee the fair lasting a whole heck of a lot longer if Jacksonians are are still involved in going. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I just don't see it. I see all the fighting videos and crap every year. I just even with the capital police and the military down there. I just think other people are going to quit going. Inevitably. I think if the Dixie National Rodeo had another building they could do that in that had the livestock capabilities of the fairgrounds, it would have been gone. The livestock capabilities on the fairground are the only reason the Dixie Nationals are still there. In my opinion. So... Jacksonians, just y'all stay put in Jackson. Your assistance or attendance, should I say, is not required in any of these events. So I asked Facebook. I love asking Facebook questions because people love to tell you their opinions. And I mean that in a good way. I asked Facebook. I got 374 answers of things to do in Mississippi before you die. Now, we'll read a couple of the guns of your text first. Let's see here. Uh, unknown Texture says, fish every public lake in the state. Hey, fishing's your thing. By all means. Steven says, "Uh, might want to leave the ones in Jackson for last. You may get killed before you reach your last activities. <laughs> I said, we ain't even going to mention them. Um, unknown Texture, cruising the coast. Yep, cruising the coast is a great event. I, I went... For the first time to actually go to that. I worked on the weekends for years, so I couldn't actually get away to stuff. Uh, two years ago, I went down to Cruising the Coast, actually stayed the night. And uh, got to partake in all the Saturday night shenanigans. Absolutely. It's a, it, it ain't just on the list of 100 things to do. It's a top five. If you're a car person, it's number one. If you're a car person, I think Cruising the Coast is number one. I think if you're a car person, scraping the coast, depending on your age, is number two. You know, what kind of car stuff you're into. But cruising the coast is great, as as is scraping the coast. Let's see here. I had actually, there was one I was thinking about. And I remember my buddies over at Crooked Letter Kitchen, they cater it every year. Or they do, not cater it, but they set up the food truck at it every year. And sadly, it is not going to be happening anymore. And that was Experience Columbia. Where they turn take Columbia, Mississippi, and they turn it into like a winter wonderland. The whole city, phenomenal. They said about ice skating rink. They just do all kind of stuff. They will not be doing that again this year. So that is a, and that is a great example as to why you need to go do these little things. Because you never know when it may be the last time. And like like me, we almost went to it, but we didn't. And now I'll never get to experience Columbia. Let's see here. Another one I said was, I want to go to the Hot Tamale Festival in Greenville. I'm not sure if it's already happened this year or not. I meant to Google that and see. Uh, Donna says, I guess I haven't seen any advertising for those. She was talking about the Choctaw Fair. I have actually seen a lot of advertising for the Choctaw Fair. That's how I knew uh, Brett Michaels was playing. It. Went, I didn't find out because I saw him advertise it. Uh, see, Adam uh, one of my buddies, he he put a list of things, and I think these are all great. So uh, there's going to be some redundancy here. I'm going to repeat a few of these because I'm just going down the list. It says, uh Neshoba County Fair. I think that's a great one. We're going up for the political speeches here next week, I think it is. I want to go hear Tater Tot and Brandon Presley uh, spew their nonsense, and we'll uh, always have a good time, drink a little sunshine and a cup, and maybe check out the horse races or something. Yeah, but definitely, I'm, I, that's, I, I have been to, to Neshoba the last two years, but I've only gone up there for the speeches and left. I'm hanging out for a little while this time. I want to see some horse races. But anyway, it says uh, the World Catfish Festival in Belzona, Double Decker in Oxford, Super Bulldog Weekend in Startville, Bulldog Bash, Adam's a state fan, by the way, uh, Tomato Festival in Crystal Springs, Pepsi Pops. I, you know, I just don't care for the Pepsi Pop stuff. Strictly just me. If you've got on a boat and it's there, great. I've done it before. Oktoberfest in Cleveland. I didn't know they had that. He also recommends, of course, the Hot Tamale Festival and Cruising the Coast. Uh, my, one of my lifelong friends, one of my sister's good friends, Candace says, Ship Island off the coast. The water isn't quite the same on the other side of the island. Yeah, Ship Island's cool. That's definitely something I want to do. We talked about that when we were down at Scraping the Coast. It was Coming back and taking a day and doing Ship Island. I remember doing it as a kid. And just thought it was really cool. So I definitely want to do Ship Island. Let's see, my buddy Dustin, and I'm sure Dustin's probably listening right now. He says, uh, the Jute Joint Festival in Clarksdale. Also, any Thursday of the year in Clarksdale is great at Ground Zero Blues Club. Thursdays are open mic night, and talented amateurs from all over the world go there and play a song or two with the house band. It's really unique. And he says, I've talked to people there from other countries, I forgot existed. And somebody else down here kind of chimed in and said they actually rented a room above Ground Zero one night, like a a hotel room. So I guess maybe you can, maybe there's a, I've never been, so I'm, I'm guessing it's either a hotel or you can Airbnb a condo there or something. That would be really cool to go up to Clarksdale one night and stay above Ground Zero. Close it down and then go upstairs and go to sleep. I'd be all about something like that. Let's see here. Yeah, was, I'm going to read this person's uh thing. This is somebody that's not from Mississippi. She said, I moved here 12 years ago. I'm still finding cool places to enjoy. Spent the night at a room above Ground Zero in the Delta last weekend. She goes, there's cool gyms all throughout the Delta. Rodney, Natchez, Bay St. Louis, Ship Island, Rodney, The Trace. So many neat places like Rocky Springs. Rocky Springs is cool. It really is. And then the town of Rodney. Isn't that the, the abandoned town, the ghost town? That's that All that stuff's really neat. Ride the trace is fun. The only thing about that, about, about an hour into the trace, you realize it all looks the same. <laughs> you know, ride up to 43 and come back. You know, even once you get it past 43, going up towards Kosciuszko and stuff, it's like, all right, I've seen all the trace I need to see. Uh, Lee says the Pete Anderson Festival in Ocean Springs. I'm not familiar with the Peter Anderson Festival in Ocean Springs. I'm not familiar with that one. Cruising the coast, scraping the coast. Billfish Tournament in Biloxi. The Gaucher Mullet Festival. <laughs> hey, you had me at mullet. Let's see. She goes, these are all coast things. I know you have plenty of Central Mississippi friends to recommend stuff, but wasn't sure about the coast. My friend Amber says, rent a grain bin at Shack Up Inn and go foodie crazy in Clarksdale. So much good food there, and it never gets recognized. I am going to have to do Clarksdale. I've been wanting to do the drop-in. I mean, the shack up in thing. I see people go up there. They post pictures of it. It looks great. I mean, they, they look like shacks. They, don't, they are, in fact, shacks. All right, look, let's take a break, come back. We've got a lot of texts that you guys have sent in on the Guns and Gear text line. We're going to carry this through to the top of the hour, most likely, and then uh, we'll get into some more stuff. Like I said, not a whole lot to talk about today, so uh, I thought this would be fun. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM W-Y-A-B. All right, welcome back in. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Stonington Farm Beef. They're coming up in Jackson this Friday. Is this the 21st? Let me look at my calendar here. Yep, this Friday, the 21st, Stonington Farm will be making their trip. I say Jackson. They don't actually stop in Jackson proper. They'll be in the Tri-County area. Florence, Brandon, Ridgeland. Uh, good, good spread out. Spots for you guys to meet them and pick up your Stonington Farm beef order. You may be new here asking yourself, Clay, why would I get Stonington Farm and I can just go to the grocery store? <laughs> Simple and plain. You can't get 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished, locally sourced beef at the grocery store. That's why you want Stonington Farms. Steroid-free, antibiotic-free, and mRNA-free beef. I shouldn't even have to tell y'all. M-R-N-A free. In the, but the world we live in, with all the nonsense going on and all the crap they're putting in your foods, I'm just telling you what they don't put in. It's Donington Farms. And I would love to get somebody on here that knows more about all this than me. But I'm convinced one of the reasons Americans are so fat and one of the reasons that cancer is so widespread is because of all these preservatives and this crap that we put in our foods. Hold on, I'll circle back to that. StoningtonFarm.com to place your order. That's Stonington with two N's. You'll you'll see a phone number there to call Miss Katie Stonington. Go look at their cuts. It's got the prices. Pick what you want. There's no minimum order. You just want one ribeye? They'll bring you up one ribeye. You know, If you don't want one pound of hamburger meat, which you will love the hamburger meat, you can just get one pound. Or you can get a whole cow. Now, I don't know about... You know, with three days' notice, a week's notice, if you can get a whole cow, you'll have to talk talk that with them. But uh, holler at them and uh, let them see what they can do for you. That's Stonington Farm, the grass-fed difference. StoningtonFarm.com. dot yeah, com. before we get back into the hundred things to do, miss it before you die. I, I saw I shared a picture on, on my Facebook the other day. See, this is one of my this is one of my rants. I shared a picture on my Facebook the other day. And it was of the world's fattest man at one point. Let me find it. I'm scrolling down. I'm almost there. Dun-dun-dun. dun dun, dun. I also want to talk about this Florence daycare thing at some point today. Here's my picture here. It says, fattest man in the world back in 1890. People paid money to see him. And this guy under the picture says, that's not even the fattest guy I've seen this evening. And I've been at home alone all day. And that's sad because it's true. It's sad because it's true. I I saw fatter people than that at the at the Choctaw Fair. And this ain't no this ain't not, not Choctaws or nothing like that. It was just it was the last place I'd been. There were fatter guys than what used to be considered the fattest guy in the world. There was a carnival sideshow freak. You can go to Walmart and see people fatter than that rolling themselves around on an electric buggy. A wheelchair cart. Right here in any Walmart in Central Mississippi. I don't want to pick on no particular one because they're all terrible. I'm just using them as an example. And I'm convinced. And look at pictures. I know people talk about this all the time. Look at go. Just go Google a picture of people on a beach, 1950, 1960, 1970, and, and notice something. There ain't no fat people. Fast forward. Google a picture from the last 20 years, especially the last five or six. Or there's a current picture of people on the beach, and look how many fat people they are. And fat people ain't picking on you. I'm fat. That's why I don't feel comfortable having this conversation. I'm not as fat as I once was, but still got a way to go. And, and I'm, again, I'm convinced that this is happening on purpose, what they're doing to our foods is it, it, just absolute nonsense. You know, I, I'll be honest. We, I know we might raise a big stink about Bill Gates buying all the farmlands and all that. But if all they're going to keep making is this crap they're sending us anyway, and we're forced to create our own communities, our own gardens, our own uh, meat supplies, our own chickens, all that, maybe it's just, maybe it's, we'll be better off. I I know that sounds a bit extreme, but if it forces us to start going back to farmer's markets and getting meat from places like Stonington Farms, then we'll, we will be better for that. We will be. Now, I know that, uh, I don't guess there's enough land to scale that, but neither here nor there. We'll be better, if all they're going to produce is this grain-type stuff, this mills in a box, the carbs... We'll all be better off if we have to figure out a better way to get our food. Anyway, rant, rant over. Just saying, my grandmother's is 85, 86, 87 years old. We were over there the other day just visiting. And I can't leave my grandmother's without her trying to give me some food. God bless her. She's 80-something years old, and she her garden ain't as big as it once was. But she's been, she is she still to this day works a garden by herself. If she ever needs any help, she'll call. But she works a garden by herself. And I'm convinced that she and she's never, to the best of my knowledge, I think I asked her the other day. I said, we call her pretty mama. I said, pretty mama, I'm 45 years old. And to the best of my knowledge, she had never spent the night in the hospital my entire life. She smoked two packs of cigarettes a day for th- 25, 30 years. And then she quit about 25 years ago and hadn't smoked since. She ain't got cancer. She's uh, in good health, all things considered. She's always been a rather thin lady. Always frying food. We always joked around. Was like, Man, my, my grandmother can turn turnip greens, can make turnip greens fattening." And she put Crisco in everything. But you know what, though? All those vegetables, all that, everything she's ever cooked came straight out that garden. Without all that crap on them, without being frozen, and without preservatives, and without corn syrup, fract- what is it, fructose corn syrup, whatever. Just all fresh out the garden. She's in her mid 80s, and as healthy as you could hope any of us will be in our mid 80s, eating it fresh out her garden for pretty much her whole life. That's food for thought. Food for thought. I'm sure Mike Madison and Allison Noe could do, could, could do whole shows about this and explain it way better than I can. I just look at things from a layman terms and just, you know, if it don't pass the eye test, and I, you know, I think something's going on with our food. I, mean, I know. Of course something's going on with our food. But that's how they control the civilization. And you control the food, you control the people. That's it. Y'all think you've seen hard times. Let's take a call real quick. We got Ryan on the line. Hey, Ryan.
1: Hey, man. How's it going?
0: It's going good. Bouncing all over the place this morning. How you doing?
1: I'm all right, man. Hey, did you ever see your grandmother cook tacos? Ever?
0: Yeah, I ever see my grandmother cook tacos?
1: Yes. No. I, mine either. I don't know anybody's grandmother that did tacos. Bro, It's the tacos, man. The tacos are killing us, man. I don't, I'm telling
0: you, I don't want to accept that.
1: <laughs> I don't want to. Hey, I'm accept- telling you, man,
0: it's all these it's, meals I, I'm in a box,
1: you.
0: fast you know food. I mean, is
1: that too? Is that too? But I'm telling you, my grandmother has never, ever, ever said, "Hey, sit down, I'm going to fix you a taco." I, I promise you, nobody that's over age of 35 has sat down at their grandmother's table and eaten a taco. Seriously.
0: Hey, I'll tell you. I'll tell you oh, another oh, thing. Yeah, my grandmother. Uh, I don't think she's ever served a piece of meat that didn't have that didn't have crust on it. Mm. Fried everything. Mm. Fried yeah, everything. Yeah, you
1: can't fry nothing now, man.
0: Mm-mm, but she fried it in real grease, not 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 peanut oil.
1: Oh man, I'm gonna tell you something. I went down to um, what was that? I was somewhere in the country, man, and someone was frying some chicken, and I and I didn't recognize what it was. You know, I'm I'm just forty. But I didn't recognize what it was. I'm a city guy. i never been to the country like that. And the guy that was right with me, he said, man, that's chicken. That's how real chicken smells when you fry it. It was a totally different scent that I fell in love with and I've never smelled before. When you fry chicken right out of the yard with whatever they were frying it with, man. But you're right. The way things are processed, and the way things are, are, are done now, man, that's... You know, I, was, I was making a joke about the tacos, but... Um, the, there are things that that just wasn't was back then what it is now, man. But, bro, it's it's what we're consuming. That's 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 what's killing us, man. Look, man all that process
0: crap. Just go, just go to. I'll use Costco as an example here. Go to Costco, and they're 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 known for their meat. Look at their regular Costco chicken breast, how big they are, and they also right mm. beside that they sell a uh, a, a nat- all natural one without any steroids and all that. And look at mm-hmm. look at the size difference in the organic one. I know we we look at the word organic and we think oh, hippies and health nuts and all that stuff. I tell you, the older mm-hmm. I get, the more I the more I can be called a health nut, and and I, I want that organic stuff because when I mean, you just look at what they're doing to these chickens, for example, and we all yeah. eat a lot of chicken, everybody. It can't be good. We think we're eating healthy because we're eating chicken, even if it's grilled or baked or whatever. Man, the stuff they're putting in them chickens to make them that abnormal size—it can't be good for us in the long term. You're right, man. It I mean, just look. You're right. Just look. Go. Just go through somewhere. You know, just go back to what I said about the beaches. Look at how fat everybody is, and a lot of people think they eat healthy, and you may be eating healthy and still eating unhealthy because you're taking
1: in all these preservatives
0: and these steroids and all this other stuff that just ain't good for us.
1: You're right, man. Let me tell you something that was weird, man. And I'll let you go. Um, I used to be 370 pounds at my heaviest. I'm now 169. When I was when I was 370, nobody told me I looked sick. Nobody told me I looked bad. Nobody. But as soon as I lost weight and got to a healthy weight, people was like, "Man, and you looking bad, man. You you looking you looking pretty sick." I was like, "Wait a minute. I was my most unhealthiest and looking sick at 370, and nobody better than I." It was normal for me to be 370, about to die on about 11 different pills, and nobody said, man, you look sick. But as soon as I get healthy, as soon as I start getting muscle tone, oh, man, you look sick.
0: Yeah, I saw saw your your Facebook post the other day, man. You're looking great.
1: Thanks, bro, man. I appreciate it, man. And I know I can talk my my butt off, so I'm going to get off the phone and listen. All right, brother.
0: Have a good one, Ryan. Thanks. Yeah, Great call there from Ryan. Let's take a break, come back, close out the first hour. I am going to get back into the 100 things to do in Mississippi before you die. I got off on a tangent there. But, uh, hey, that's what we do around here. It's the Clay Edwards Show. Um, I, I can do what I want. <laughs> we'll be right back on 103.9 FM, WYEB. All right, welcome back in here to the Clay Edwards Show. to close out hour one this Monday morning. Man, We're just hitting all kind of things today. I don't think I'll be able to break this up into multiple podcasts. Uh are just going to be one long, long podcast upload this morning. Hey, real quick for lunch today. Hit up the Big Salad out there in Flowood. They're also available now. If you don't have time to get over there to the Big Salad in Dogwood, in Flowood, they're available on Take a Break Deliveries. That's right. Our favorite locally owned, veteran owned food delivery service, you know, and uh the, the Big Salad, for example. Like this is like fresh produce. This is stuff you can go eat. Fresh food. Get out there, try it. I implore y'all to man try to eat a little healthier. Look, I love fried foods as much as the next guy, and when I say eat healthy, I don't mean don't eat fried food. But see what your food's fried in. See where your meats being sourced from. Try try to ask those questions. But uh, anyway, I digress. Get out to the Big Salad. Try one of their. Uh, Great specialty salads, one of their sandwiches, get a smoothie. And did you know, I learned this the other day, any of their specialty salads out there, you can get turned into a wrap. So that's pretty cool. And uh, I like a good wrap. It's easier to eat for me, especially as I'm eating going down the road or something like that, which I I don't encourage you to eat while driving down the road. But if you do, I think a wrap is easier to eat than trying to eat a salad on the go. So uh, check them out. Uh, Some of their specialty salads that you can get turned into a wrap include the bravacado, the chicken Caesar, the club, the cob, the Mediterranean, the miso sesame. Let's see here. The seaside, the southwest chicken, the strawberry apple. All that sounds great. Try it today out at The Big Salad. Check out their menu, thebigsalad.com. You can order to go there. And again, if you want to get it delivered, takeabreakdeliveries.com. Uh select the big salad and place your order and get uh Keith and the team from take a break to deliver it and use the promo code all caps clay six oh one and save five dollars off your delivery fee today. We'll be right back. Unfiltered, no sugar added, hormone free, antibiotic free, mRNA free, talk radio. I didn't say steroid free, talk radio. Here on WYAB, this is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. Welcome back in. It's hour two of The Realist Show on the radio. All right. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Watkins Construction and Roofing, your hometown roof repair specialist. Hey, look, man, a lot of hailstorms have been through here lately. I mean, we had a rash of them, a rash of hailstorms. Thanks, Joe Biden. Anyway, I kid. Um. Hey, look, man, maybe your roof's got a little damage. You don't know it. Get them to come out there. Or maybe it's got some damage and you know it. (laughs) Get them to come out there. Check it out. I'm telling you, man, when you read their reviews, when you read some of their 500 five-star reviews, one of the things you notice over and over is the fact that people mention that they communicated with them throughout the entire experience. And uh, that is so hard to do nowadays. Everybody just wants to shoot you a text message, or they ignore you. They're terrible. Customer service is going to crap. Not at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I'm going to read a quick um, five-star review. This is off the front page of their website. I ain't got to go far. It said, moving into an older home has its benefits and downfalls. We finally had to get a new roof. After months of playing phone tag with other roofers, Jeff Thomas from Watkins was the only one that immediately responded He came out the next day and explained how the process worked, that it is painless because the guys in the office deal with the insurance company. You really don't have to do a thing. Whenever I spoke to or texted someone from Watkins, they all knew about the project or had an answer for me. The entire staff is kind and they actually know what they're talking about. They kept me up to date. The installation was quick, was quicker than expected and the crew showed up on time and worked. My old house was built in the 1940s, so I think they had their work cut out for them. The crew worked <clears throat> the crew worked and were done before I got home from work. When Jeff said the clean up, they really do. When Jeff said they clean up, they really do. No nails, paper trash, or old shingles were to be found. An amazing perk is this project manager Jack sent me a link so I was able to see the picture of the process. Since my husband was not able to participate in the process, it was very nice that all of the men Jeff, Thomas, Wayman, Thornton, and Chad Savage, Matt, and Jack that I spoke with or met with were respectful and patient when I asked my many questions. They worked with my schedule and wouldn't stop until I was 100% happy. Thank you, Watkins. That is Jessica Hickman. And a five-star review. And I grew up with Jeff Thomas. He's a good dude. He's worked at Watkins for a long time. Um, You know, it's just reviews like that. I mean, it really tells you all you need to know. Check them out. WatkinsConstructionInc.com All right. Let's jump back into this. Um, We talked a lot about health in the last one. During the break, I was cruising on Instagram. And I haven't given out a... I haven't given out a... Effed around and found out trophy in a while. We're going to get back to hundred things to do in Mississippi. We're going to talk about the daycare in Florence. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. We've got a whole hour to go, but every now and then we got to take an unplanned detour. Um, The headline reads, and this is from the shade room, which they stole it from Fox 26 somewhere, I think in Houston. The headline reads family speaks out after Houston woman is detained in Dubai and charged with the crime of screaming in public. You know how Democrats love to scream in public. Let's hear the story here. Let me get this queued up here.
1: Very aggressive individual, a young man there who was screaming at her. Baxter says her 29-year-old daughter ultimately yelled
0: back at the rental car agent. She Now, just for clarification, she looks like a stripper with bright green hair, uh, African-American.
1: says, resulting in her being charged for screaming there in Dubai. And so she is in jail for one reason and one reason alone. She raised her voice in that. No, no, sir. No, sir. Her lawyer's
0: name is uh, a X, community activist, not even a lawyer. Uh, no, sir. She's in jail because she effed around and she found out.
1: Country, a female is not even allowed to raise her voice. If she raises her voice, it's punishable by jail time. It's been very emotional. There are some days I stay up. All night crying. They have a strict law system that is really based on theocracy.
0: She dealt with a uh, very... So anyway, she showed her butt in public, thinking all that screaming and throwing a fit stuff that they do here in America when they don't get their way. Thought that was going to work in Dubai. And she Dubai'd her butt to jail. Got to screaming at the guy. You're you going to learn today. You're going to learn today. Well, I wish we could put people in jail for throwing a fit around here. I wish we could, when they jump up on the countertops, they start twerking and throwing stuff everywhere and doing all that nonsense they do. I wish we could put them in jail. What is it with Democrats jumping up on countertops and twerking when they get mad? Is it like a nervous twitch thing? Is it a release? What is it with twerking? I always thought twerking was like a sexual thing. It is apparently become like a a, it's a nervous twitch now it's cultural i I don't get it i I, I really don't anyway back to somehow let's transition and not that kind of lefties back to uh to some of the stuff we were talking about Uh, the hundred things to do in mississippi before you die i'm gonna read this little list here and we're gonna put a we're gonna put a bow on this thing i'm gonna go to some of your text this woman put a, put a lot of great effort into this, uh, this year, so I want to make sure we read it. So, uh, the state fair in the fall, and there are county fairs in every county and town. Each town holds their own day. I didn't know this, so this is really cool here. She goes like, Newton has the loose caboose. Philadelphia has ham jam. Union has Union Day. Nay Springs has Bay Fest, etc. Produce markets abound. Numerous haunted events in every town. I love this kind of stuff. Numerous haunted events in every town. Newton has the thrill chill. Marion has the big one. I can't remember the name. (laughs) Lazy Acres and Chunky has activities for every season. Uh, Choctaw Indian. uh, She kind of bounces around here. Choctaw Indian Fair. Neshoba County Fair. Flea markets everywhere. Canton Lights. Canton Flea Market twice a year. Experience Columbia was awesome. Rest in peace. Experience Columbia. Christmas Experience. Harbor, Christmas lights in Gulfport, Mardi Gras on the coast. I want to go to Mardi Gras on the coast, man. I know so many people that go down to that thing. I ain't going to New Orleans again. I don't want to go to the one on the coast. The little one they do in Brandon. I, I hadn't even thought about it. I went to it this year for the first time. That is definitely got to make the list of 100 things to do in Mississippi before you die. I've already done the St. Paddy's Day about 20 times. I'm good on that. I'll never go to that one again unless y'all have it. I'll probably never go to the fair again. Honestly, I've been enough times. Nothing new is happening there, and nothing against it. Teach their own, but I've been enough. Um, but yeah, a lot of great little events there. Check them all out. She uh, she mentioned fireworks at numerous places on the Fourth of July. The new pier park in Biloxi, the strawberry blueberry festival somewhere. <laughs> the, I, the watermelon festival in Ma is supposed to be cool, man. I've never been, but it's gotten bigger and bigger every year. Don't they do something like that in Pelahatchie too? Like a watermelon festival or strawberry festival or something what is Pillahatchie known for anyway they do the festival down there for that too it's uh it's a grape is it the grape festival or something i I, i partook in it um at yogi bear last year anyway let's read some of your text real quick on some of you guys ideas of of 100 Things to Do in Mississippi Before You Die. And I just got a breaking news thing from Thress April about a new drug on the street from Dark Horse Press, so we'll get on to that, too. Where are my texts here? Okay. Oh, uh, uh, unknown texture mentioned, said uh, talking about the all the junk in our foods. He said, Clay, I worked in Iraq for a time and visited England. All the meat has a different taste. The chicken is the size of pigeon's. They don't use steroids or the same preservatives. And I said, Jim, yeah, they're not nearly as fat as we are. He said, true. A large serving of baked beans at KFC, they didn't have mashed potatoes and gravy, was three tablespoons. Well, it's all about portion control, isn't it? Man, y'all have been wearing the text out today, brother. In a good way. It says, Pilihashi is known for its Muscadine Festival. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Um... Hey, real quick, man. Keep our buddy Roger in your prayers. He texted in and says, "Hey, brother, I could use some prayers right now. My my nerves are insane. My son just went back for heart surgery for the second time in five years. You know, Roger's my age, if not a, if not a little younger. So obviously, his son is younger. Not sure his age. Roger, we're praying for you, brother. Let's keep Roger in our prayers. To keep his son in our prayers. Um, Anthony says, uh, look on the label." On a can of Campbell's Soup, it says, bioengineered products added and genetically altered produce. Exactly. Uh, Wade sent a link. I ain't, uh, Wade, uh, Wade said petrified forest. It's right down here in Florida, too. I hadn't been there in years. I need to go again. Let's see here. Some stuff just off topic. Uh, Dustin... Um, I read his stuff earlier. Kevin says the Amish community in Randolph, Mississippi is a is a one of the hundred things to do in Mississippi before you die. Unknown Tester says the Civil War Park in Vicksburg. My buddy Jamie says Jeep in the Coast. That thing's gotten bigger, hasn't it? That thing uh, rubber ducks abound everywhere at Jeep in the Coast. Uh somebody says the balloon festival in Natchez. That has gotten that has turned into a huge event. They've turned that thing into a music festival, too, haven't they? I saw that uh, Brett Michaels played it a couple years ago. My friend Amber says, City of Lights in Canton. Um, unknown texture the snake-grabbing rodeo at Lake Washington. Yeah, that's uh, that's Jimmy's. That's Jimmy Nichols' event, isn't it, where they do the fundraiser every year? That's a cool deal. You know, I'll tell you, too, as far as, like, things to do, the the Christmas lights in Brandon. Man, that was really fun last year. Great job, City of Brandon out there at the amphitheater, the way they were able to snake all that people through there and they turned that into a drivable trail, it, it was that was neat in and of itself. And they had that lake back there, and the lights reflect off of it. If A lot of people did that thing. It was extremely popular. They extended it to, like, into January, I think. Anyway, I don't know if it was nearly as busy after Christmas. I think by Christmas, people have had all the Christmas lights they want. But I highly recommend checking that out. It was a really cool event. It's coming back this year, from my understanding. Um, Somebody texts in and says, go to one of the cooking classes at, in Greenville at the Viking Cooking School. Check their calendar. Their classes fill up fast. Hey, I'm glad you mentioned that, too, because somebody else mentioned that in these comments on my Facebook post. And you can find that post. It's got almost 400 comments. Go, Go chime in there. It's on my Clay Edwards page. You just uh, It's still the Facebook at Save Jackson is the address. Or Facebook.com slash Save Jackson. But it just says my name now instead of Save Jackson. And find the post there. All right, look. Let's take a break. When we come back, there's a new drug on the streets here in Mississippi called the zombie drug. This is uh, There's been stuff like this overseas for years. It's apparently, apparently a deadly, deadly new super fentanyl. We'll uh, we'll discuss that when we get back here on the other side of the break. The zombie drug on The Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM, W-Y-A-B. This segment, how about this? How about this segment? You just heard the commercial fart there. How about we add that Keith Killebrew Memorial Rodeo, the first annual? How about we add this thing? To the 100 Things to Do in Mississippi before you die list. I said I wasn't going to add nothing from Jackson. I lied. I lied. We're going to add the Keith Killebrew Memorial. There's going to be a party down there July 28th and 29th at the Mississippi Coliseum. I mean, that man they're going to have Mexican bullfighters there. On top of bull riding and all the other great rodeo events, they're going to have Mexican bullfighting and going to have the poker table of death. That may not be the actual name of it. But surely that is a possibility. They're gonna have, You know, you've seen it on TV. They put the poker table out there and the bull runs out there and the last man standing or sitting, should I say, wins. Come on down. I have been wanting to see that in person forever. Forever. I don't want to participate. I want to watch. And uh, if you do participate, call me. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what went wrong in your life that made you make such a bad decision to participate in the poker table of death. But look, they're going to be doing all that. You can witness it in person by going online to killabrewrodeo.com, snagging you some tickets today. Friday night, they've got Chapel Hart playing. Mississippi's very own America's Got Talent participants. And then the Saturday night, they got country music superstar, up-and-coming superstar, Drake Milligan playing. Going to be a heck of a weekend down there at the fairgrounds. They've also uh, kind of all wrapped up in that whole weekend down there. Then they got a they got some kind of quarter horse thing going on at the equine center, and then they have uh, the ag 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 expo deal they're doing down there at the at the trade Mart also. So a lot, a lot going on at the fairgrounds uh, last weekend of this month. Get down there, see those folks. Uh, we got to support the good things that come to Jackson when when we get the chance to. Man, it's going. I can assure you. It'll be safe down there at the at the Coliseum for this for this event. Um, I'm I'm sure Capitol Police, High County Sheriff's Department, JPD, all of them be working in in concert to make it safe and all that all that good stuff down there. <clears throat> How about this? I got some tickets to give away for this thing. These are to sit in what they call the bullpen. It's the uh, you'll sit on top of the shoots there. You'll have the best seats in the house. They're, so, they're such a good seats. They're not even seats. There's a, there's a custom built VIP section on top of the bull shoots. i meant to give away some the other day and I just get to run in my mouth and forget. We're just going to keep it simple. Text the guns and gear text line. 769-241-1944. Text me your favorite event like your of the, the, all the things to do in Mississippi. Uh, what is your favorite event? I'll pick a winner before the end of the show. If you've already texted. You're already in it. I'll, maybe I'll pick one of yours. Maybe I'll pick somebody new. Um, t- be sure to text me your name. If I don't have your name, you're going to have to text me your name because I've got to announce a winner on the show. All right. Let's – um. I, breaking news, right, if you want to call it breaking news. There's a new drug on the streets, and we always try to warn people of this whole fentanyl <laughs> crisis and one pill can kill and all that. Uh, Teres just dropped this story over at darkhorsepressnow.com. It says, officials warn of zombie drug deadlier than fentanyl. There's a new threat on Mississippi streets, and its, effect, and its effects far outweigh anything seen before. Zilazane, I hope I'm saying that right, Zalazane, Zalazan, a potent large animal sedative approved for veterinary use some 50 years ago, is now part of the state's illicit drug mix and is often being added to fentanyl also known as Trank or Trank Dope. It is frequently called the zombie drug because of what it does to the human body. Zillazine is also marketed allegedly, I mean, I'm sorry, legally, as a veterinary drug under names Rompin, Anacid, Citizen, and Chanazin. I know I'm butchering this. According to Wikipedia, it's known on the streets as Trank and fentanyl mixed with zilazane may be known in some areas as sleep cut, the zombie drug or trink dope potent enough to knock people out for hours. Zilazane reduces blood circulation shows slows breathing and leaves horrific open sores on the skin that it left on un- that. If left untreated can lead to necrosis and amputation. What's worse. It doesn't respond to opioid reversing medicines, leaving users more likely to die before traditional CPR can be administered. ZillaZen makes fentanyl even more dangerous than it already is, says Colonel Stephen Maxwell, director of the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics. This drug is serious threat, is a serious threat to Mississippians and requires an aggressive response. Because of the U.S. drug enforcement Administration, the U.S. Food and Drug, Emergency Medicine doctors, and other healthcare professionals are issuing warnings about the sharp increase in trafficking of fentanyl mixed with Xylazine and the dangers to communities. Here's the deal. Here's the deal with this. You may be saying, "Well, Clay, I ain't taking that crap. I ain't gonna take that. I, that, that. Why would I take? Why would anybody take that? Well, why do people do a lot of stuff, but you're taking it. You're getting it mixed with pills that have fentanyl and a you. You're not knowingly taking fentanyl if you have a, any bit of sanity. I don't care how much of a drug addict you are. People, are, we have a pain pill problem in America. And the hood and other places have realized that you can make money on pain pills because they're harder and harder to get from your doctors. It's a side effect of the of the war on, war on, op, on the opioid crisis, drugs, all that stuff that Trump did. It opened up the black market for all these pills, anyway, people are pressing pills in the in, the, in their houses that look just like norcos and loricets and oxycontins and all this stuff, and they're selling them out in the street well they're they're making it with fentanyl, and then they end up getting some fentanyl that's got this drug mixed in that fentanyl, and they're saying, you know you've taken a you've taken a norco that you got from a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy because you can't get your doctor's prescription anymore." And you know, took the zombie drug. And next thing you know, boom, you're dead. Or you had to get an arm amputated. I mean, I, I hate to be so nonchalant about it, but that's how it goes. You know, a guy at work, you're out of pain pills. Or, hey, man, you know somebody I can get some pills from? Oh, yeah, I know a guy. I know a guy, man. Everybody knows a guy. Next thing you know, you done got you some overpriced fake pills that are cut with this stuff. Or just, just go back to just regular, just regular old fentanyl the deadliest drug on the street you get some of that and literally one pill can kill that ain't a joke that ain't a joke a guy's wife uh a guy knows wife lost her son or i think it was lost her son a child a few you know a while back they just had a fundraiser for that a few weeks ago i think it was a one pill incident um our friend Brad Burleson been on this show talked about this lost his brother and his sister-in-law to a bad to to a bad pill, a bad batch of pills. So, it happens to people you know. I know they use the one pill can kill as a you know to catch people's attention, but it's true. It really is. So, be careful out there. Don't take pills you ain't prescribed. I mean, that's the best advice I can give you. Let's see. Um, I'll get back to y'all's text. Uh, Roger did send a text update, and I said, well, let's pray for Roger's son. And I uh, said, so I wasn't sure how old he was. He says uh, his, his son's 15. And he's going in today for his second open heart surgery. He was 10 uh, when he had his first. It's a rare heart defect known as Wolf Parkinson's. It means he's got an extra electrical path. His heart will race on its own, and it wears him out for no reason. That's, that's sad there, brother. Like I said, let's, uh, let's keep our buddy Roger. He's a good friend of the show. Let's keep him in our prayers. All right, so i tell you what, it's time for a break. I want to try to stay on schedule today. When we come back, we're going to get to this Florence daycare drama. Uh, An arrest has been made. We have an official uh, comment from the Florence Police Department. This thing caught fire on the internet over the weekend. And uh, like I said, an arrest has been made. We'll talk about that, tell you the name of the daycare, all that good stuff. On the other side of the break here. We'll be right back on The Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back into the Clay Odor Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Hey guys, get out and see me this week. I'll be there just about every day as far as I know. Even probably going to be in Tuesday for a little bit over at Ellis Autoplex. I'm there from about 11.30 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. I'm there 9 to 3 on Saturdays. I usually take Tuesday off, but I think I'm going to work it this week. I ain't got nothing going on. No reason to take off. So I'll, uh, I'll be in there at some point. Especially if you got if you want to come buy a car, let me know. I'll definitely be there. But hey, look, less about me, more about LS Autoplex. You're looking for a good pre-owned truck? Man, I sold a guy. You know, it's such a small world. I sold a guy a truck Saturday. And uh, come to find out, we got some mutual friends. He does down to Hatching and stuff. And just a small world. Uh, His truck caught on fire. <laughs> he even showed me video of it. But, uh, man, now he's driving a gorgeous 2015, no, 16, platinum, F-150, silver, fully loaded. Got it for a lick, too. He he wasn't scared of little high miles. He saw the truck been taken care of, been properly maintenance, and said, those miles don't scare me. He got a good deal. You can, too. Check out our website, ellisautoplex.com. We got a ton of nice F-150s. We're constantly buying vehicles every day, every opportunity we get. We work all the sales. We buy the right vehicles. Good job to the guys over there, Jason and Casey, for the work they put in. Doing that, <clears throat> we got a great full time mechanic in the back. We got one of the best detail guys in the business, washing them, getting them ready. It's a good team effort over there. We got the truck. Hey, we've expanded our inventory. We've gotten big into Toyota 4Runner. We got we had four. I sold one of them. We got three now. We got some nice cars, some other other SUVs. We got a couple Honda Accords. I got a Honda CRV I just traded for. We really run these things to the ringer before we sell them. So we try to make sure we sell you something without a problem. We don't want to see you again unless it's to buy me a beer or sell you another car. I'm just kidding. But, you know, we don't want to have any problems. We don't want to see you back upset. So we really do put forth the effort to sell you a good vehicle. Check us out online, lsautoplex.com. And don't forget, we buy vehicles too. That's right. If you're selling yours, just swing by. You know, don't feel obligated to sell it to us. Let us put a number on it. You can go see if you can get more somewhere else. You're probably going to end up coming back though, because we do pay fair market value. We'd rather buy it from you than we would an auction. We got to pay all kind of extra money there. You got to be the highest bidder in the room to get a car at the auction. That is a myth that you buy cheap cars or get a good deal at the auction. Anyway, I digress. EllisAutoplex.com, or just swing by and see us. Highway 471, right there in Brandon, Mississippi, uh, over there, kind of behind um, Pine Lake Church in that area. All right. Over the weekend. Or you know since about the middle part of last week, I know I personally got tagged in a bunch of at fo- a bunch of posts about some child abuse, alleged child abuse going on at first Florence daycare. and I'll just be honest, you know it, I can't always talk about this kind of stuff or share this kind of stuff because you know allegations and reality aren't always the same thing. And I know that parents get upset. Boy, if their kid has a scratch on them, they sh- a lot of parents are screaming child abuse. So, from a legal perspective, you know we we have to be careful about sharing that kind of stuff. We have to be careful about um, shining a negative light on businesses when you don't know the whole story. So sometimes when we don't, you know, when I see me tagged, I see w o b t tagged, Teres gets tagged, and a lot of this type stuff. If we're not quick to share it or jump on it, it's because you know a lot of times parents overreact i think we can agree on that but i started seeing more and more posts then a, then a friend of mine jordan uh her her child goes there and she shared a thing of her child and look like, had a blackout had bruises all on his face and i was like all right i know her i don't know these other parents but i know her i trust that if she's saying this there's more to this some this is true so I started sharing these posts of these um of these these parents and their 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 abused children that all just so happen to go to this daycare, and then a photo surfaces and you can see all of this on my Facebook page my big the big Facebook page the uh, the old Save Jackson page. Um, and just search Clay where got a picture of me wearing a black shirt and as the profile photo. Um, the picture surfaces where they've got all the kids like down on their knees or something like that, on a mat in the middle of the room. It is very disturbing. A very disturbing photo. But uh, Florence Police issued a statement last night. I'm just going to read it here. This is from the Florence Police Department. It says, to the citizens of Florence, and they released this at like 9 o'clock, almost 10 o'clock last night. It says, we as a department are aware and understand your frustration with the recent incident involving the first Florence daycare. At, the t- at this time, an arrest has been made in the case. Our investigators, along with our officers, have and will continue to work diligently with parents along with the first Florence daycare staff to rectify this matter. We take pride in our small community and want to assure the safety of each and every citizen of Florence. We hope that each of you understand that. That the Florence Police Department does not have the authority to shut down a business, nor should they, nor should they. They don't have the authority to shut down a business. We understand how frustrating this is and are equally as frustrated. We are handling this case with delicacy to assure that all areas are covered and no stone is left unturned. We strive daily to create a safe environment for each and everyone in the city and promise to see this matter is handled accordingly. Florence Police. I, I think that's the right thing to do. Yeah, no, I, I don't want to go on another rant about this, but police departments should not have the authority to shut down businesses. There's a process for that. You know, you got to go to the city council, board of aldermen, whatever, put it on a nuisance list. I mean, there, there has to be a legal way to do it. I think a lot of police would shut down things. Anyway, I'm not going to get on that. But, so that's being handled. You know, people people have asked me to speak on this. I'm not the police. It hasn't even made the news yet. As far as I know, we're the first people to talk about it. But that is an official press release or Facebook post from the Florence Police Department concerning the child abuse, alleged child abuse going on at First Florence Daycare. I guess we can rule out First Florence Daycare. (laughs) we coming on as a sponsor of the show. But that's, you know, somebody says here in the comments, you because it's heartbreaking for parents who don't have a choice but to do daycare and trust a grown adult to love on their babies as much as they do. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, man. I, we didn't have to send my daughter to daycare much growing up. <clears throat> and, you know, I, and I'm really, really glad for it. Really, really glad for it. But there are a bunch of good daycare workers out there. There's a bunch of people who really care. And it's sad when something like this happens. And it shines this negative light on daycare. You know, most of them all now, you know, got the camera systems where you can zoom in and watch your kids at any time. And I think that's great. I think that's great. I think that protects the daycare workers as much as it protects the kids. I mean, it's just like with police and body cams. You know, there's a lot of controversy going on about that right now. I, my personal opinion is this, and I'm not a cop, so I, I, I try not to speak on behalf of police. But just from the outside looking in, I feel like the body cams are there to protect you more than they are the the suspects, and more they're more there to protect the police from what the suspects may claim they did or false allegations of abuse and whatnot. So when you when I when I hear that you cut your camera off, you know I got I might have some questions. You know I want to understand why. You cut your camera off. Anyway, but daycares nowadays, they have these cameras. You can zoom in and watch. And frankly, that's where some of these photos and videos came from. Uh, from the daycare was from people who zoomed, like, especially that one photo of uh, which I thought I shared that one like, of them all there on the mats in the group or whatever, but I guess I didn't. Let's see here if I can find it real quick. Let me click on Jordan's Facebook and scroll down a little bit here. Um, no. No, uh, yeah, here it is. I'm sharing this now to my page. Sharing photo now. All right, it's shared. And um, yeah, man, they caught all that. What an idiot! They caught all this on camera. You got to know you are being filmed. You got to know. All right, um, the. Contest of the day to win rodeo tickets was just send me in your your top event, the thing that you would recommend, that the the one of one hundred things you would tell people to do in Mississippi before they die. Let's read through here. We're gonna pick a winner here live on the air. Um, all right, that's a lot of information there. Let's see. Um, Wade had said. Fat Tuesday racing at Hub City. and said uh, the Clay Edwards show, listening every day. I, I agree, hundred uh, percent. Unfortunately, Wade would win if Hub City was still open, but unfortunately, Hub City is closed. And Fat Tuesdays at Hub City was the thing, brother. I mean, I love. I grew up drag racing. I love it. Um, one of our former sponsors uh, out there in Chunky, Mississippi, at Battlefield Drag Street, I recommend anybody going out there. I recommend going down to Byram to their Tuesday night street races at the the 8th mile track there. You know, it ain't quarter mile, but it is still really fun. I recommend anybody go out there and do that. It's just right outside Jackson. Uh, Let's see here. Jason says, get down to the Windsor Ruins. You know I've never done that. I've never gone down there to the Windsor Ruins. Let's see here. Uh, Chandra from Clinton says... My fave thing to do is take my grandson to the Natural Science Museum. Never get enough of the excitement on his face. That's Shandra from Clinton. I love the Natural Science Museum. Um, let's see here. Unknown Texture says, City of Brandon Christmas Lights. Spencer says, Snake Grabbing at the... Ra- uh, snake Grabbing, that, that, like I said, that's Jimmy Nichols' big event. They do a fundraiser. They pick somebody different every year. An individual. They don't, go to, they don't donate to a charity. It goes to an individual that is in need. And I think that's so cool. I do. I think the way they do that, they select, they go, it goes for the board, they narrow it down, they pick somebody in Mississippi, and it's usually somebody here in the Tri-County area to the best of my knowledge, but uh, they pick somebody local that's in need, maybe it's somebody that's been in a car wreck or something or another, and they, they raise a lot of money for them. Wild Bill says, Heritage Days and Liberty Miss, visit the Windsor Ruins, visit the Leonard Skinner Monument. Man, you know what? I've always wanted to do that. My winner of the tickets, if he wants them, for the Keith Killebrew Memorial Rodeo is going to be Wild Bill. Wild Bill, text me and uh, let me know if you want these tickets or not. If not, I'll give them away to somebody else. Uh, the The Leonard Skinner Monument site did it. That, that won it. That sealed the deal. That's one I hadn't even thought about that I want to do. It's top ten on my bucket list of things to do in Mississippi. Let's take a break real quick. We'll come back, and uh, we'll have a few extra minutes to land the plane today instead of uh, our normal short one minute, and we'll talk about some more stuff. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. As we kind of land the plane here for the day, I implore you guys, man, check out Patina's Hair Studio. We need you to get your hair cut this weekend. Hey, Shelby County Fair is coming up. My understanding... Uh, in the stylist world, it's a pretty busy week. Uh, so get your appointments now. Everybody's trying to get their hair did before they go up to Neshoba for the week. So check them out. Patina's Hair Studio, right? Patina Hair Studio. I'm, actually, I'm like y'all. I just want to add an S to it so bad. Like when y'all talk about Kroger's. Patina Hair Studio in Ridgeland. You could just check them out online, patinahairstudio.com, or just go to Facebook and type in Patina hair Studio. Walk-ins are welcome. I don't know that I'd recommend rolling the dice, but hey, to each their own. You schedule you an appointment online, whether you just need a quick cut for the fellas or or for the ladies for that matter, or you want to uh, get a full style done, you know, get your hair colored. Uh, I'm having a, I can't talk this morning. It's Monday. I'm having the Mondays. It's the most Monday, Monday ever. <laughs> you want to get your hair cut colored or you need some extensions. Hey, maybe you just need a manicure or pedicure. They can do it all right there at Patina Hair Studio. And don't forget the shampoo stations where they get your hair all nice and shampooed. They're massage chairs. That's right. So get your hair shampooed and get a massage. Or hey ladies, if you're getting your hair colored and you got that set time for like twenty or thirty minutes, sit down in the massage chair. Get a 20, 30 minute massage while you're getting your hair did. Can't go wrong. Check them out online. Patina Hair Studio com. I salvaged that. I salvaged that after not being able to talk for a minute. Hey, we were watching, Um, woke up yesterday morning and just had a lazy day. And I cut on Netflix. I, I, I need to quit paying for all this crap. I never use it. I never watch it. But I, I was like, man, there's got to be something just to entertain us for a couple hours. And I stumbled across something that caught my attention. It was called Gunther's Millions. And I watched the preview And I remembered this from the from the 90s or early 2000s. It was an alleged story about a dog who got left about a half a billion dollars by a countess in Germany. And they ended up the people who the executors of the dog's estate, Gunther, ended up buying Madonna's house down in Miami. And this is a documentary. This is I mean, I'm not making any of this stuff. This ain't like some crazy movie and of course it turned into a sex cult <laughs> because of everything does any you other know money the sex cult is, is soon to follow but turn to a sex cult we watched two episodes and i had to get up and go went over and hung out at a buddy of ours pool but neither here nor there if you want some entertainment check out gunther's millions on netflix it is as, now some of it is closed caption because the people are from germany some of it's american it It's entertaining enough that you won't mind reading the closed captions, and that's about the highest compliment I can pay any documentary is that I don't mind reading it. It was interesting enough. Um, Jamie asked me on the Guns and Gear text, says, did you talk about the 18-wheeler versus pedestrian? Jamie, I did a little bit, but I'll I'll, I'll recap it right here if it close out. Um, Saturday, a pedestrian got pummeled, killed by an 18-wheeler. The story goes, according to my sources, I was called a liar, but I think I was later proven correct, that it was a hit and run. The 18-wheeler driver pulled over at some point, peeled the body off, and kept going. People kept saying, no, man, there's 18-wheelers pulled over. Not the one that did it. It was finally reported as a hit and run. As far as I know, they have not caught the 18-wheeler driver, but uh, that was a tragic incident. Don't be crossing the interstate. I'll see y'all, mon- I'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace.